Welcome to the K-pop cast. I am DJ Peter Lowe and I'm joined by Stephanie. Hey, hey, happy to be here. Happy Friday. I'm welcoming Angelica from the Ask Me About K-pop podcast. Welcome, Hello. Angelica. Thank you. So happy to be back. It's been a while. Yeah, that's right. Oh my God. <laughs> it's been like years since I think you've been on our podcast. So Yes. <laughs> and uh, let's not forget PD Nim herself, Michaela, is here on the line. Yes. Hello, everybody. I am so excited to talk about today's Day Bok or Not. Obviously, we're talking about Shia Junsu's Pit of Pat, right? That's, that's no. what we're doing? No. Uh, she Michaela, didn't get the memo, think, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no? No, no, no. It's uh, Lee Tae-min. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. You know. I mean, you know, it's we've been waiting four years for this comeback, but, you know, I guess... I guess since we covered part one, we can we can do Tamin this week. <laughs> Ooh. All right, so setting the tone. <laughs> well, Peter, what are we talking about today? Uh, Tamin's idea, the comeback. Lenny, you know if this song is Tamin or not. <laughs> Idea. Give us a quick rundown on, on this song, Stephanie. So idea, or idea, as he says <laughs> in the track, <laughs> is the title song of Taman's third full-length album, Never Gonna Dance Again, Act Two. Do you believe him? Because I don't believe him. <laughs> He's gonna keep dancing forever. Anyways, <laughs> of course. Um, this follows the release of Criminal on September 7th, which was the title track of Never Gonna Dance Again, Act One. Uh, this particular song, Idea, is projected to be Taman's last solo project before his military service. Cue tears, crying. But um, Shiny is also slated to make a comeback sometime in 2020, according to sources. I see fingers crossed, Angelica. Do you know anything about this? It's all that's holding my sanity together. (laughs) (laughs) Timine promised at the beginning of the year that Shiny would be back by the end of 2020. That's all the confirmation that we have. And that's, I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. And and I can't confirm, as of recording this, it will be uh, 13 hours, 33 minutes, and 30 seconds until Minho is finally released from the military. (laughs) (laughs) By who's counting? (laughs) Mm-hmm. Clock is ticking. <laughs> a lot of us are counting. Okay, I am updating every hour. <laughs> Cue right, the here's... chorus of angels. Yo, <laughs> here's hoping for a shiny Christmas. Ooh, oh. yes, please. It's about time. <laughs> but is this chapter in uh, Taman's career notable or significant in any way uh, from your perspective, Angelica? Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Um, Timine is such an interesting solo artist. He like has such a distinct personality in all of his work. And if you look at his work from the beginning, like when Criminal came out, I made my own like retrospective and <laughs> went back and watched all of his all of his stuff from Danger. And the evolution is really there. Like you can just mm. see the way that he grows as an artist 
And the act one and act two, I assume as well, like he has put in so much of his own input into the choreography and the styling and the aesthetic of it all. And so I just think that this is like a real, this is a real piece for him. So what what's this song all about? Peeding him, take us away. Yeah, well, well, going off the, you know, what you just said in Helica about Taman really putting in his own input, he also uh, gave us uh, his... CEO professor lecture <laughs> on V like you know <laughs> professor Taman came out and explained that the main topic of idea is the process of getting out of your former self in search of a new self and specifically this is relating back to a theory of forms by the Greek philosopher Plato Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. I don't know if you can see it, but I've got all these philosophy textbooks here in the back of <laughs> behind me. Like, oh, for once, like, oh, let me speak up. This is relevant. Yes. Um, <laughs> collecting so can you speak to, to explaining that, Peter, or do you want me to? No, no, go ahead. I, I'm actually still struggling. Having actually even read those texts, I, I'm still struggling to see the connection. So please wow. tell, yeah. explain, Michaela. Yeah, well, I, I have not read as many texts as Peter, uh, so I'm going to give a very condensed form of, of explanation. Um, but the, the basic way we can explain the theory of forms is it's uh, this idea of reaching for a theoretical perfection in reality. So you're trying to reach this utopia, this thing that, you know, doesn't necessarily exist, but you're trying to reflect that as much as possible in your reality. And if we want to get even nerdier, we can relate this to theoretical algebra but I don't know if you guys yeah, are interested. I, I think Aristotle also extended on those ideas a, a bit as well. But um, yeah. I think this is epitomized in Plato's Republic, which was like, okay, what is justice mm-hmm. and what is the just man? What does mm-hmm. the just city look like? What does the just ideal look like in, in practice? And then trying to mm-hmm. mirror that in um, your behavior, who you are as, as a person. So uh, I wonder, are we seeing that, that same sort of connection extrapolation uh, between the ideas of the forms and in uh, Taman's music and comebacks and concepts. Ooh, I don't know. That's an interesting idea. I never really thought about it that way. But I I was here. I did hear a lot about the the Plato's um, the yeah the forms and like the shadows on the cave right what is that allegory of the cave yeah yes because he was doing the teaser images that were like his past selves right like he did Mm. a he put on like a distressed version of his um everybody costume and i think he had like some photo shoot that was like uh reminiscent of danger and stuff like that so he was like definitely calling back to sort of look at all of his career up to this point. And I know that was a big thing of the first act too, because he had the, um, the image of the viewfinder mm-hmm. was like the, the motif of the album itself of like, you know, those old timey little, um, like things that you like look at different pictures. So it was mm-hmm. like a reflection of looking at different parts of his career up to this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know that much about philosophy. Well, the, the allegory <laughs> of the cave, it, uh, which is like a, a small part in, in the, in the Republic, which I think I've got, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh no. Pause, He's pause really for, busting out the textbooks here. Yeah. Pause for library investigation, which I have <laughs> right here. <laughs> Um, actually talks about, uh, 
the the point of of that of that allegory of the cave was if you had these people who are only looking at shadows on the wall, that is their reality. Mm-hmm. Like if they're if they're you know born and birthed and and bred to 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 consume that world, they they know no different, and they assume that those shadows are the real things in in themselves. But what is actually true are the people passing by behind them, creating those shadows on the wall. And if in uh, Plato through Socrates and and the in the Republic explains that, well, if you were to take someone, you know, chained in that cave and bring him out into the light, would they accept the reality? You know, it would be hard to be blinding to see the light um, hmm. in the world. So, <laughs> by the way, like the applications of this to our current political climate. <laughs> That aside, um, <laughs> like, I wonder, is, is Taemin trying to say something? Like, could mm. these shadows of his former concepts and, and images be something uh, he's trying to say about what is really him? What is the real Taemin um, or the mm. real artist that he's trying to become um, versus uh, all the, the, the things that we've known to date? I think that could be a really fair assessment. I mean, especially if you think about like his lyrics and his concept as sort of a reflection of his own personal journey, like maybe too, it's also about him, him coming out of the the cave, right? And like realizing through his career and through like all these different concepts he's been able to try and things that maybe he's been forced to do that he didn't really have a say in and now like growing into being this artist of his own who is so well respected and like such a great, like such an icon of the music industry right now. Maybe it's about him like accepting a new reality or seeing the shadows for shadows on the wall and now like coming into this um coming into this light and this new reality which would like once we start talking about the aesthetic we can definitely connect that to like the visuals in the music video i think too yeah yeah and i think we can specifically connect that to, to the lyrics in the second verse the last line the, the translation is at the moment when i've become to trust everything invisible I throw myself into the ideal. So he's he's throwing himself into this this new better version of himself which is not a shadow which is not things that are fake. Yeah, throwing himself toward the new reality. Oh, mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah, and the other the other thing interesting thing is in I believe it's the the third verse. It's like the the last few lines of the the whole song. And it translates into this thrill deep in my heart. You are my Messiah. On the night I cut you from my heart, finally I opened my eyes. So again, going back to this thing of uh, this idea of transforming, removing this thing that is less than ideal and becoming something that is your idea, your ideal. Hmm. And specifically, he says opening his eyes. So th- that can go back to the thing that you were mentioning, Peter, about, you know, opening your eyes to what is actually real, right? Or, uh, well, like I, seeing the truth. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the point that I think Socrates and, and Plato were trying to get across in, in the Republic were, were trying to say that the person would not accept the reality if all they had known is different. Or if they did, it mm. would be through great pain. And maybe that's what we're... that. That's what Taman is going through here uh, to come around. 
Uh, and Helica, I think you had a comment on on the concept itself. Yeah, well, the visuals of the music video are so, I mean, so stunning. He always has such incredible music videos, I think. Um, he does like a really great... He loves a very cinema cinematic music video, yes. right? Yes. Um, Criminal, I thought was like unbelievable. I thought it was so good, and mm-hmm. the aesthetics of this one are really beautiful. But it does really match that idea of like coming out of a cave and into the light. Um, but it also juxtaposed a lot of like heaven and hell kind of imagery because, especially when they were doing like the teaser images and stuff, they had laid it out so that it looked like like he had this sort of dark version, and it was all in black, and then it like slowly faded to light blue and white and then had him like up at the top wearing like a very light colored thing mm-hmm. um so yeah it's interesting to to connect the idea of like coming out of the cave into seeing this like new lighter reality and like do you accept it with this i with the like image and the sort of color scheme that he uses in his music video too yeah, I and I'm I'm just looking at the uh, animated gifts that we have here at our outline. Thank you, PD Nam. That, that's that, I could see that. Um, so again, being in the cave or seeing the the shadows uh, illustrated by a flame, um, being okay. This is the false world that we that we thought we knew that was real, and then coming into the light, coming into the the outside settings that that we have that we have him dancing in. Um, realizing the truth, realizing the world as it is uh, in itself. So, uh, yeah, I can get behind this concept. I'm, I'm like, I'm slowly coming around to it. I'm slowly hearing it and seeing it. Um, what did you guys think of the dancing uh, of this song? I mean, impeccable as always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What did I think of the dancing? <laughs> I loved it. What kind of question? <laughs> I, I think you know with. with with Tame there there is a certain high bar uh for mm-hmm. yes a, a higher bar than most uh, mm-hmm. if not all frankly when it when it comes to executing on very sophisticated technically difficult choreography um and doing that as a soloist and um he delivers what i was asking myself when i was watching the choreography was um how is this different now than than everything that we've seen uh, today in in the way he's able to to perform his dance and I I think I'm getting harder to impress just because like yes it's well done <laughs> but what does it mean what is it telling me um, and that that's that's what I'm looking for uh, in, in the dancing itself I will say that like in at least in comparison to criminal right because this is sort of like a paired set with yeah. criminal I I do think that the general choreography and that the song criminal is like more striking mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. it stands out in a different way not just because the dancers do it like half blind but it just like is visually I think really stunning in a way that this one is maybe not as striking visually it just kind of is a really good timing choreography like it's not a it's definitely not rewriting you know or reinventing the wheel in any kind of way i think but it is in that sense that like timing is always impeccable it is of course like very good you know what i mean when i was watching the different live performances um i thought it might actually look better if you had fewer dancers on stage with him just because it gets just a little lost on a, a couple of the camera pans where there's just too many people mm-hmm. on that stage at the same time because he's the main star here um, yes 
not to undersell all the other performers on that stage, but it's like, you know, who are you really supposed to be paying attention to? And I think the concepts and the the movement could have been seen with about half as many dancers. I agree. I agree. And in Criminal, he had, I think, like seven, right? He has yeah. like three girls and four boys and just like sticks with the, that little crew. And I think with that, or maybe he just has six. I don't know, whatever. He has a smaller group than he did in this one. And I agree with you that sometimes I thought it almost felt like the formations were not as striking because there were so many people that I like almost couldn't mm. see all of the shapes for what they were because there were so many people. Um, but he does some things in the choreography that I really love. There's, I'm just thinking of it because it's like in a GIF right here in the Google Doc. But this part where he's wearing the white, crop top and he they're like going in the line <gasps> yes. and they all like they all like pose <laughs> behind him as they move ah yeah. i love that 17 does that in their home run and it's amazing it's i love yeah. that yeah and and that's an, another thing where it's like he 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 cuts across and it's like the first like two rows of people have already done the poses mm-hmm. and then because there are so many more people you have these all these people in the back mirroring the poses again yeah. but you can barely see them like doing yes it. Yeah. that's true it's it's for effect you're not meant to see everyone at once but still it, it can be a little overwhelming that is all mm-hmm. to say that this is a crew that can only be executed with with Taemin. Like, mm-hmm. could you imagine any other K-pop performer trying to pull this off? I think they would struggle. I think it would be much more of a challenge for it to look as clean as it did with, with, mm-hmm. with Taemin. And, and frankly, um, if if there's the one standout performer or star in, in all of this, it, it's the the execution of the dance um, by both the, the dancers and, and Taemin. There are just things even where it's like you have one movement and then one segment one segment of the team does it and then you have the the trickle down of other dancers doing that same movement like in a sort of cascading effect that could look very bad very easily Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um having you know the 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 technical proficiency of the dancers that we have here like that's what keeps me coming back to this song frankly it's just watching the dance performances of this track and i so wish we could have more k-pop cover groups <laughs> this COVID 19 age uh doing this because that would have mm-hmm. been a really fun thing to see oh yeah absolutely absolutely i love the part where they are like squatting down in the main like ma- ah, 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 part mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. choreography is great and they're like <laughs> zooming around their little legs i <laughs> love it so the music itself guys y'all what do you think this was not the sound I was expecting <laughs> from Timian. It really wasn't. Um, yeah. When the beat completely co-signed that. And like when I first watched the music video and the beat dropped, I like my jaw was on the floor. I was like, what is happening right now? Um, but after listening to it a couple of times, it's like a it's a weird song that it yes, does very experimental. Yeah, it's very experimental more so than his more recent stuff has been. I feel like his Japanese discography is usually a little bit more wilder and like his mm. his Korean discography is like very um like emotional and verbose. Um but it did kind of remind me of um some of John Young's B-sides. Mm-hmm. Um and mm-hmm. so it oh, seemed yeah. like one of those weird songs that like 
would have been John Young's taste. And I actually read recently that there was, uh, when he had, when John Young had his radio show called Blue Night, um, Timine mm. came on it once and the two of them talked about naming a song idea and playing with, uh, the pronunciation of idea mm. and separating it to idea and playing with the, um, playing with the sound of dia and the way that you say it. And John Young was like, you could make a pun with like the word deer. Um, and so they were sort of going back and <laughs> forth with like how to play with the word. And so then the, I, so mm. then the fact that he did actually name this song that, and that it also aligns with some of John Young's more musical sensibilities. I was like, hmm. I think it felt purposeful to me. It was not where I thought it would go, but it felt mm-hmm. purposeful. I, I completely agree with that because if you look at the the producer list, they, these are a lot of the same producers that have worked on John Young's music and Shiny's music and a lot of just amazing SM bops. Yeah, I think going back to the idea of like not knowing what to expect with this song, I had heard previously that it was produced by the same uh, duo that made what. <laughs> So I had absolutely the, the Cardi no B idea what to expect what when I heard to, that. By the way, yes, sorry, <laughs> WAP by by Cardi B. So oh when God. I heard that, I was, I'm, I mean, I had that song in my mind coming into this. So obviously, hearing what idea actually was, I was completely. 360 from but I would support a Timmean WAP like I would support <laughs> you know what I mean like if he came out he with has a it in album him. that was just like make it drop I would okay let's do it Go I ahead. mean I mean drip drop drip drop is like is like a, a, a toe in a toe That's into the pool true. I think he just needs to, to die true. In. that was a sexy album <laughs> I, I can get behind that I think I think that that's something that frankly we're not seeing enough of in k-pop like we got like hints of that with with wanho um but like i i i i think you know we can go like well i'm trying to th- find a politically correct expression to say this but like just you know go 100 uh on that on that mm-hmm. thursday and, and uh turn up the thought anthems mm, yes yes <laughs> yeah oh i'm i'm so for that honestly <laughs> You know, when I heard this song, like, especially listening to the bass line and uh, the strings, I thought to myself, this is what a headache sounds like. <laughs> or like a, a hangover. Ooh, okay. Or wow. a migraine. Or Thank you, guys. Um, I, I was kind of disappointed. Like, I, I get like, you know, if we're writing with this concept of um, Allegory of the Cave, mm. like, yes, coming into the brightness, like seeing truth and knowledge for the first time hurts uh but like i i want to enjoy a good song <laughs> like, like i think if they were trying to like with the chorus they were trying to create a drop a very strong drop and um i just get distorted rumbles you know it, it's not something that like i'm gonna get turned up to or or, or lit you know, in the, in the club sort of hard drop setting, this is just something like, ooh, this hurts. Maybe by design, maybe on purpose for the artistry, but like, it, to me, it's less pleasant to listen to. 
That's fair. It is a very dramatic drop. And I feel that way about one of the B-sides on the album. It's called Exclusive. And he has like, it like it starts out really melodic and then the chorus drops in kind of like that. And it feels very just distorted and like it kind of takes you out of it. Um, mm. Which is sort of true in this one. Like when the drop comes in, you're like, whoa, <laughs> where did this come from? Um, but I feel like it's, I, it never bothered me. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I've mm. never I've never heard a Timmy title track that I've disliked. So oh, that's good. That's why we've got you here. <laughs> and now, like, uh, that's true. Right. That's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Bala on the save though, like on the what is it in the in the chorus where she comes in on the super high pitched killing <sighs> me softly. I'm not gonna try singing it, but yes. <gasps> that's Boa. Yes. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, he explained that he wanted that part to be very, like, dark and eerie, and her, her voice just fit it perfectly. It does. Wow. And it's a really good contrast, like the super high pitch of this, like, real rumble mm-hmm. sort of sound. Killing me yeah. I just wish that, like, they could have visually brought Boa in into the music video like even though like it, it's super small feature by Boa in the song you know just just for that chorus and, mm-hmm. and I think maybe a couple of the ad-libs but I've mm-hmm. seen YG do far more with far less um, in terms of like featuring their artists <laughs> like I'm, I'm thinking namely of Size Daddy where mm-hmm. CL was in it or yeah. even G Dragon was in it like I don't think G Dragon had any lines but like just having you know that that flare of, of another recognizable face, I think, would have helped with the virality uh, of this. Hit. Not that mm. it needs any help. I think it's it's performing quite well, but mm. on the charts. But I think uh, more people would have gotten behind it. I think in general, SM doesn't like you said. Like they just don't take advantage of the fact that they have like a hundred stars all together under the same roof (laughs) like you could just so easily mix and match Um, I mean I guess that's what the whole Super M thing was about but whatever Um, (laughs) and and the station and they've been trying to do that a little bit with station but But it would have been cool especially because Boa is such an iconic dancer and so is Timine and Boa just had her 20th anniversary like it would be Mm -hmm. it would have been cool if they had a um a dance collaboration. Yeah. Or oh, that, she'd so been featured like, in the choreo. Right. Like people would live just for that alone. Just that little oh snippet or mm-hmm. segment. Oh mm-hmm. man. Like and now I'm imagining what could have been. Like I, I'm so sad. I mean here's hoping that, that maybe we can get a future collaboration like that. Taman, Boa dancing and singing together. Oh my god. That would be so good. That would be so good. He could yeah. have done like or- move and done different versions of the music video. Had one with mm-hmm. Boa. Yeah. Uh, what could yeah, have been? I mean it is it is <laughs> the twentieth anniversary. I'll take like a twenty twenty version of only one. Ooh. Like, I'll I'll take that because they have done it before. That's true. They have for sure. Yeah, All, every SM boy mm-hmm. has done that with Boa <laughs> at least once. It's a rule. Rite of passage. Exactly. Um, Coming of age. <laughs> so one one last comment for me on just on the on the song and the music itself. Um, just listening to mm. the mastering of the song, and I, I when I watched this music video i i went through the the whole gambit of listen, re-listening to all of Taman's other uh title tracks and, and songs and what i noticed listening to the, those other songs and then comparing it with idea is that um his voice doesn't cut through the music uh as much w- with idea as it did with all the other 
hits that he's had to date. And it's almost like you're losing him. Like you're 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 losing him to this wobble distortion sound. And it's like he's not he's like a it's it's almost as if there was meant to be another main vocal. And even when I'm listening to uh the verses uh and, and the pre-chorus with, with Taman, um, it feels like he's just setting up his voice to harmonize with someone else. And like I it didn't capture the main melody, the main focus and just listening to the music itself at least for me as i listen to it and comparing it with all his other hits hmm. and helica's here to be like you know what peter <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i agree yeah i think timine is a very interesting vocalist i know that when they first debuted he was of course really young but um he was criticized really heavily for not being a good singer so he is like really grown a lot in his in in his ability to sing at all, honestly. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I did notice that just in general, the al- I don't know anything about music composition, so I feel like I can't speak to the like mixing and mastering of it. Um, <laughs> but I did notice that there were a lot of like additional layered vocals to this whole album in a way that there aren't usually like his voice does usually shine a lot brighter in right it. like especially in the move album in particular like that is coming oh, yeah. to mind really strongly for yeah. me and there's so much like there's one song oh god what is it called there's one song on it uh on this album that has this like insane low voice that reminds me of the timbaland shock value album <laughs> like when remember until Timberland was like doing all those songs with Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Like, and then he would just like come on real like impressionable. Yes. It has that really yeah. low voice that just comes in. Impressionable. Impressionable. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what on earth? Like, what's happening? But yeah, so I don't know if maybe he was just like having fun with a fancy new beat board or something, but he definitely added in a lot more than there usually is. Okay. Well, you listeners, let you can let me know where I'm so wrong. I am, <laughs> I am, I'm a grown up and an adult, and I can also have my mind changed. So you can also, <laughs> listeners, let me know where I'm off. So let's hear what some of our listeners had to say uh, about this song. Listener Kazoo Girl or Kazoo Girl <laughs> uh, says, "All of Tayman's projects this year have made my life a hundred percent better." I love the dramatic string sample and the MV is lush and dramatic and his styling impeccable without being overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, styling was great. I also used the word impeccable. So I approve this post. (laughs) Just just everything about Taemin impeccable. Every dimension, every lens that one can see. Yes. I mean, the o- the only criticism I have is he covers up his tattoo in the music video. I thought that like, was just so let us see the tattoo, Taven. How can you not? How can you wear a crop top and we can't see but, it? Yeah, you're gonna wear Please. a crop top and then specifically wear this like very obvious bandage. Right? It doesn't. It's right. not subtle. And I get that it was probably I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm sure it was for the aesthetic. Like maybe he filmed it without and was like, I don't like the way my tattoo looks. But when I just couldn't look away, and then when I watched the performance version of the music video that came out today, like, his other dancers, like, some of his female dancers have, like, they have tattoos, and, like, the male dancers have tattoos, and they didn't cover theirs. So it's like, why did you cover yours? I don't know. It's very distracting. 
<laughs> it might have been like a PR thing to prevent, like you know how tattoos are in, in Korea. So maybe, yeah, maybe labels like hey, yeah, you but don't true, want but it's it's a music video. You're absolutely and they do right. like fake Thank tattoos all the time in music videos. I can't. This is like another a different conversation, but like I can't wrap my brain <laughs> around the hypocrisy of the of the whole tattoo taboo. <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, just be like Hyolin, you know, just just put like front and center in every <laughs> music video. Anyway, listener Dina commented, the dancing stands out to me. I like the song too, especially the use of the string instruments. Taemin has been dropping lots of hits this season. I didn't vibe as well with the music video because I personally don't like the depictions of the devil. I'm not even sure if that was the intended imagery, but it came across mm-hmm. me as heaven and hell. The song is still good, so I consider it Tebak. I also thought the imagery yeah. was hev- was heaven and hell. Yeah, I mean, the if if we want to kind of bring maybe an a, a alternative interpretation, like if you're going back to this thing of like he's becoming a, you know a different version of himself, like when you when you start a new chapter in your life, sometimes you gotta burst down. Like sometimes you gotta cut out. The things that are holding you back from true. being a better person. What I'm wondering right now is like, am I meant to, you know, feel that pain as as heard in the music and as seen in the music video? Like, am I really meant to feel that? Like, am I am I having the intended impression and feeling and experience of pain? Uh, like, is that a feature uh, of this, or is it that I just don't like? <laughs> Do you mean because this song causes you pain and you wonder if that's on purpose? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, all of that. Like, but also wow. like visually, like, like, you know, descent into madness. Right. Like, and I, I'm thinking of uh, uh, Yoja Idols. Oh, my God. Which is a similar, like, okay, right, right, here, right. here's like, you know, sort of a dark depiction and uh, descent. Um, I don't know. Anyway, um, (laughs) uh, should we just jump into our final scores? Yeah, right. It's about that time, y'all. Time to give our final scores. We discuss the concept, the visuals, the audio. But is Taemin's idea or idea? Taemin or not? Okay, and Helica, you're first. Debak, of course. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Is that how many points? A hundred points. All of the I know. points. Why, why did we even Debak. <laughs> now, I okay. would say, I mean, honestly, if I was going to, I don't know what the scale is here, but like, I feel mm-hmm. like it would give it an A minus or like if a nine out of 10 or the, that kind of thing. Because I do, like I said, I thought Criminal in general was more striking as a title track and I thought the mm. album was more cohesive. Um, but I do think that this is, I mean, this is stunning and another feather in his cap. Right. I, I, I have to agree with you. It is also Daybok for me for for different reasons. Like, you know, when bringing back that comparison of criminal, I do, you know, hold criminal a little bit over this one if we are going to compare. But it, it's, it's a solid A minus. It's not anything less than that. Okay, Peter, what, what is your final ruling? The bad guy. Um, <laughs> you know, like Damon's complete discography today has been Taebok, but I think this is just an instance where the song itself makes me say, "Not Taebok, it, it's Rumbles." It, it's it's hard to make it as memorable as his other stuff. 
I'm sorry, Shane. <laughs> I look forward to more. I look forward to more. I, I think you can push this concept further. Uh, but do it with a catchier hook. Center Boa more. I don't know. Mm. Maybe okay. would that have saved it for you if it was if it sounded exactly Ooh. the same but was a duet dance with Boa? Would that have saved it for you? Possibly. Okay, I'll I think let it, him if, know. If Boa was, oh yeah, you'll let him know for me. Thank you. Thank you, Angelica. I know you've got him on speed dial on your personal Super M texts me every day. Don't oh, worry. well. Well then. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it, it's really the baseline that, that irritates me the most in this song. Um, okay, well, that's it uh, for this episode of the K-Pop Cast. Signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you each um, online. So, uh, Angelica, you're from the Ask Me About K-Pop podcast. Is there yeah. anything else that you wanted to promote or, or share with our listeners? Sure. You can find us. So Ask Me About K-Pop. We're an educational guide um, for new fans and seasoned fans alike. Um, and you can find us on anywhere you find podcasts. We're at AMA K-Pop Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And we are in the middle of our Shine Book Club. Yes. Um, yes. Book club. <laughs> Which our dear Peter was a guest on our first episode. Um, and our next episode is going to come out on Wednesday. It will be Shine Fun and Games. So we're going to be playing some pretty goofy games with this very well-written book. Uh, you, you didn't mean that ironically at all. No, of course not. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Michaela J. K-pop. And I'm at DJ Peter Lowe, and you can find all of us on Twitter at The K-Pop Cast. If you want to get to know us better, come make some new friends in our official K-Pop Cast Slack. You can find the link in the description of this episode. Ah, I just made it back, y'all. What did I miss? All of it. <laughs> no! I saw in uh, Taman made a cute little choreo tutorial video with some of his SM uh, juniors. Yeah, that's that's the best part I love about about his promotions for this album is he like partners partners with one of the NCT boys and they learn the choreo and you really get to see him like acting like a mentor, which is weird because he's so cute. Oh my gosh, seeing senior Timin is like young Timin. I like don't even know what to do with it. It warms my heart so it makes me so proud. Like young, like Timin. I know. Seriously, Um, I think I think you know what. I, I think I, I agree with what y'all are saying about um, the, uh, I guess, lack of art- artistic cohesion or or like advanced highbrow storyline to the choreo, um, and that Criminal had more of that. I think the fact that we have like number one, at least four different top choreographers involved in making the routine top like hip-hop and popping uh Mm. strong choreographers i think just like all probably tried to put in as many impressive execution kind of moves from their style into it so you can kind of see different people's ideas in different parts of the song right keone madrid is in there bailey sock is in their 16 year old uh, prodigy at dance and, wow. and popping hip hop chore- uh, <clears throat> dancer and choreographer. Ian Westwood choreographed Taman's uh, Danger. Danger. 
Yeah. So you can kind of see the the Michael Jackson-like elements and the more masculine, aggressive moves that are in the dance are probably from Ian Westwood. Um, but then more smooth, like waving moves are probably from Bailey or from uh, Keone or, or even Casper, who I'm, who's the fourth <laughs> person in, involved in the choreography. So I had so much fun with it. But I see what you're saying in terms of if maybe if they had only had one or two leads uh, mm. designing this, it could have had more cohesion. Yeah, maybe it's like too many cooks in the kitchen or and something. And these are like, like that's, master that's a chefs. Lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Master chefs in the kitchen. Like, come <laughs> exactly. on. Yeah, each one of them should have like their own song, not all be lumped into just one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, but I as mean, long as the body rolls are still there. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that Timmin is on TikTok now? <gasps> what? He's on TikTok now and he did a uh like there's of course a little TikTok version of his dance or whatever, but then they also used one of those the the filter that makes you have a lot of you. Yes. And so he did that one, but like doing the body rolls yes. all of it and he looks like a little like it looks animated he's just like <laughs> such a little like snake slithering around yep. it's so crazy and then there's five of that of him like coming yeah. toward the camera Woo. highly recommend i Timmy need to find TikTok. that <laughs> i need to make that my my ringtone or whatever like, <laughs> if i could just have that going on my screen Your home at all screen, times like you know always screensaver that's what yeah. i meant screensaver. Yes. <laughs> screensaver just on a loop <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I loved it. It's totally Daybox. It is, as in, in the words of Hyanna, Dangmei style. <laughs> <laughs> it's aggressive. It has, you know, deep rolling bass. Kind of reminds me of Timbaland bass. <laughs> I said oh, that. Really? I went up Timbaland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Perfect. So that, Wait, that's what also- it is. It's decided. Argue with Peter about the bass, please, because Peter thinks that the bass <laughs> is grumbly, and he said that it sounds like what a headache feels like. Oh no! So <laughs> it is like grumbly or whatever. What you what you want to call it? Distorted. It's distorted. Yeah, the bass for a reason. <laughs> Timbaland doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, but okay. Here's the difference. Timbaland used percussion. This song did like had like it had a, its own like a different style of percussion that went alongside the bass, but like Timbaland used the bass as a part of the percussion, and like I I I think that that made it more of a club rocker. Like I I remember like uh, the the Shock Value one and two when those albums came out, like they were a club must plays. Like yes. you you always had to play them. The big difference between that and this is like. If I played this song in, in exactly the same gigs and venues that I played the Shock Value albums, those same set of dancers would be like, WTF. They would look at, they're like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, you can't, you can't dance to this unless you've got Taman's choreography and, and that memorized. Like, you can't. Okay. So you're talking from the, the perspective of like, can someone instantly jump in and club dance to this? That's a very different question. But, but also, even like, <laughs> listen and appreciate it. Like, it, it's different. Like, it, ah. I think. 
like that base is the perfect foundation for all of the layers that go on top of it. That base with the strings that go from one end of the beat to the other, and then with the ta 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 the staccato as the third layer on top, and seeing how the layering builds from chorus to chorus as well. There's a lot of thought that went into that. Oh, I don't deny that there's thought put into this, but. <laughs> And, and just question it's, it's hitting me in, in just the right way. I, I stand in front of the TV, body rolling and rolling <laughs> to the side, rolling to the left and the right. Like I, it is more than possible to move and get a workout with this track. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I hope the universe just shows me up, tells me all the reasons why I'm wrong. Like I, I still remain to be convinced on, on, mm. on the, the listenability, the danceability, and uh, just overall mastering of the song. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was just in a bad place all the times I listened to it in, the, in this past week. But it, it, it's hard to get behind. I'm, I'm sorry. I still can't get behind Ugh. audibly. So we what tried. we need is videos of people able to dance <laughs> to this song <laughs> sent to Peter immediately. Okay. Okay. You, you know what? You know what? You know what would really say this? You, you asked this earlier in Helicopter. But like, if, if it was just Taman body rolling boa body rolling somewhere yeah. in there and then mm-hmm. just a bunch of other like random dancers like close up on their abs like body rolling like okay like <laughs> you know I-, I can see it then like the recipe I- for success speaking of of rolls and abs and all of that i wanted to call out a comparison i heard um i forget who who said it maybe, maybe it was the um fo squad reaction mm-hmm. uh, guys yeah, they yeah, compared yeah. the beat to exo obsession and i mm. i hear some similar some serious similarities there the choreo could not be more different though yeah so you have a similar yes. kind of deep rolling bass mm-hmm. and a little staccato element on top and the moves the moves are like all sharp all like hitting the staccato all the time. There's very little rolling or gliding in EXO's mm-hmm. video. They keep it very mm-hmm. angular and, yeah. and sharp. But the yeah. big difference between EXO's Obsession and again, this song, is like Taman's voice is lost in this song. In fact, it's not even in there at all for the chorus. <laughs> like Obsession, like they use autotune well in that instance where it, it, it just slices right through that 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 rumble and that and that reverb so mm-hmm. peter did you like obsession um ask me again and like well i only i've only i did not like obsession i i loved idea but i did i was not a fan of obsession i liked the album i really didn't like the song um so it was just that's an interesting comparison that like when you bring it up i can hear it right away like yes they are very similar but i like idea and i didn't like obsession the last thing I'll say on the comparison, like what I was building up to with the choreography difference is EXO missed out big time on all the body rolls, all of the like exposed rolling abs they could have had on screen with Kai's crop tops. And Suho, Suho <laughs> and so, Yes, Suho too. as well with the fully open. Okay, anyways. Or, yeah, he just had a cut. He didn't even have a shirt on. Yeah, right. no, no, no shirt at all. <laughs> Like the audience totally missed out. SM missed opportunity to 
to have that kind of beat and not roll or glide at all. Um, and Taman more than made up for it. Maybe maybe it's because Love Shot was before that. Like they they used up all their body rolls in Love Shot. Yeah, there, there was some big. <laughs> you only get a certain number of body rolls every <laughs> month. Is there a quota? <laughs> XL would have run out years ago. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess like really what we're what we're trying to say is like you know SM you kind of put your money in the wrong places you know we, we we're simple people all we really need is <laughs> just some like close up of some body rolls and like you know and just crop tops they, they got that tops. right they got the crop tops yes do support the crop tops <laughs> yeah you know for whatever reason like the, the rational like cognitive dissonance like in my mind is like if they had that in this like okay tip up that's all you needed. All yeah. you needed was more abs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More, more rolls than I could get behind. I, I, I think that just goes with the concept better, honestly. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, okay, agreed. But thank you so much, Angelica, for joining us, and and Stephanie for I'm coming. So glad I made it. Out. Yes, glad yeah. you were able to make it back. I was <laughs> like, oh you. no, she's all she's all alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you came back so that we. Could, I was not the only one. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you held it down. I did my best. No problem. <laughs> mm-hmm.